hi, welcome back to my show. I'm empathic counselor and concussion healer, Orion Mott, coming to you from the great white north of Toronto, Canada. Hey, and welcome back to my show. So today we're going to be interviewing Gail Scott. She is an intuitively guided inspirational speaker, transformational coach, and spiritual consultant. Gail Scott empowers audiences and clients to fulfill their destiny. Gail's goal is to ensure people connect with their life purpose and live a truly authentic life. Welcome, Gail. Welcome to the podcast and the YouTube video. And um, let's get started on channeling. So tell me your tell me your history with channeling. How did channeling start for you? Well, it's a varied path that I have when it comes to channeling because I had no idea what that was. But of course, somebody introduced me to Abraham Hicks. So that was my first introduction. And when I first listened to Abraham Hicks, somebody gave me the CD and I could not understand anything they were saying. So I would have to actually rewind the CD and go like, what did they just say? So that really got me started in thinking about, you know, maybe there's another way, another medium that can communicate. So I listened to Abraham Hicks for a long time and then I started doing a lot of very heavy duty meditation. And in the meditations, I started doing a lot of freehand journaling. And I, as I was writing, I was realizing that, you know, some of it was me because I was used to journaling. But some of it was coming from places that I had just, I didn't know where it was coming from, but I was kind of naive. So I really didn't know anything more than Abraham Hicks. And I never thought for a second that was anything that I would be able to do. So I'd been told by many people that I was a healer and a psychic and a shaman. And um, I really didn't have much experience of that. But in 2014, I went to meet a, a psychic in London, Ontario, and she completely changed things for me. She told me many things about myself that there was no way she could have known those things. Mm. Um, and then in, over the years, I continued with the writing and continued with meditating and trying lots of different techniques to kind of get outside of myself. And I did many times. And in 2018, the beginning of 2018, I decided that I wanted my, I wanted my own Abraham. <laughs> so I, I put it out to the universe. I said, I, I want my own channel. I want to be a channeler. And in March of that year, I sat down and meditated and I recorded some stuff, but I never listened to it. I thought that it was, I thought it was weird. So I never, ever listened to it. And then in July, I met another channeler who channeled for me. So this was me. I'd actually now seen someone doing it. Mm. Um, and within a month, I met, a, I was working with a hypnotist who was looking for channelers. And so I was very curious about it. And in our very first session, I started channeling. Mm. And that was a very kind of weird experience because... Well, describe that. Describe what it feels like. Does it feel like a, another entity is coming in your body or do you feel it's like an aspect of yourself that's coming through? What, what, is, what does that feel like for you? What was very interesting was the first time it happened, I, I was under hypnosis. So I went into this space that I had been in before, which was basically being in the universe. And because I'd been in this space before in my meditation, I understood what that meant mm. for me. 
The hypnotist had no idea. Right. Um, and then he was asking me questions and I was so able to just drop into myself or I thought it was myself that I started speaking and then I started saying things like you humans. <laughs> and then I started speaking. So he, he was, he was very familiar with channeling. So he said, Oh, I'm noticing that you're speaking in a different way now. Is Gail channeling? And this particular entity said, yes. And because I was under hypnosis, I couldn't actually do anything. Like I didn't come out of my, uh, you know, trance-like state and go, what just happened? Now, um, do you feel your hands freeze when, I know when I started doing channeling, I did a while ago, I did quite a bit of channeling and my hands would freeze. Like I couldn't move my fingers. Did you have that same sensation? I didn't have that sensation, but what I did have was this sense of, calm it was just a calm and as i continued to speak and they continued to say who they were i flip-flopped between i and we mm. and i still do that depending on who i'm channeling sure. um, and so and then he asked them to give us a name so that he could then define who they were and so they were very clear. This was a very starry group of, of non-physicals, 10,000 of them, in fact. And um, that's, a, that's a lot to have inside your body. <laughs> yeah. So they gave me the name of Alastor and they spelt it very clearly. A -L -A I remember it. I remember it as clear as I'm sitting here today. A-L-A-L-A-L-S-T-E-R, Alastor. Mm. And they said it like that. And then afterwards, in another meditation, they told me that they were all masters of the universe and that they were all stars. And that's why they called themselves Alastor. Hmm. And so for the next six weeks, I would say, <laughs> I would do this channeling with this hypnotist and my body would just do all kinds of contortions. My, my voice would change. Um, my body would shake and tremble. It was as if I was spasming the whole time. And then after about six weeks, it kind of calmed down. And from what I understand now, this is my vibrational level getting in a coherence with right. their vibrational level. It's like, then, it's like a woodwind instrument that when you blow through it, it has a vibration, yes, right? Yes, it's, it's a tuning. So yeah. I had to tune myself up and they have to tune themselves down in order for us to connect deeply. So then I, I was doing it with my eyes closed all the time. And at one point he asked me, would you be willing to open your eyes? And they're very animated, Alastor, much like me. And, and so they opened my eyes and literally he was shocked at the way that I looked when I called in Alastor. And then because I'm a professional speaker, he said, would you, do you think that Gail would be able to do this kind of work on stage as she does her normal work? And they were like, absolutely. And they took me up and walked me around the room and continued <laughs> to channel as they were talking through me. Wow. That's, that's, that's very intense. That's not a normal thing for channelers. They usually have to have their eyes closed and they have to sit extremely still to maintain that. That's, yeah. that's an interesting meld that you have there. 
And what's fascinating, uh, Orion, about my particular channeling, especially with the last one, and I'm not sure about the other ones because I don't have any um, videos or um, much in the way of uh, imaging of my other channeling, but several people now have commented on how my eyes go black. Like my mm -hmm. eyes literally go all black when I'm channeling Alastair. Like my whole face changes. They um, say with uh, multiple personality disorders, uh, <laughs> it, uh, actually the eye color changes between the different personalities right. and, and the, body, the, the body structure changes. And some um, personalities will have a disease and the next one won't have that disease. Yes, and I, I, I always that. find that fascinating that our diseases are part of our personality mm -hmm. or how you know, the good and the bad and the ugly of how we interact with our own physicality right. or, or our own energy fields on how we hold in our body. Um, I always find that fascinating, but, but you know, that makes sense. If you're, if you're, if you're channeling a different aspect of yourself, the eyes would definitely show the change in, in the, in that, in the, in the brightness mm -hmm. and in the, in the intensity. That's wonderful. So, and I, and I actually channeled myself in the mirror so that I could see my own eyes, see mm. the change in them. And I definitely could see it. So as freaky as it sounds and as like out of, like something out of a science fiction movie. Um, it's very, very real. And I hear, I don't process the thoughts through my head. Mm. They just come into me and I know they're here now immediately. And I'm now channeling seven different collectives from different dimensions of the galaxy and other galaxies. Now, do you ever think that maybe that you are one of them? They are incarnating in as your body, and then it's not that foreign because it's really who you are. It's your, the collective of, of your natural soul, if you will. Yes, Alastair actually did tell me that. They said that I am one of them, and I was chosen. I was the delegate, basically, chosen and agreed to come to Earth in this incarnation to be able to bring their messages. And... I know that through the first channeler that I went to see, I went to see him a couple times, and the messages that came through from the council that he channels is that I really am a very ancient soul, mm. having you know had thousands and thousands of lives in all different forms in all different galaxies, and so that's why I'm able to do what I do. Mm. I, you know, it's interesting because I've known you for a little while and we've had a few chats, but the one thing I really, I can connect with you is you've got a really clear heart. Your mind and your heart are very clear. I find with some people, there's a disconnect between the head and the heart. And you just always like, there's always that head and heart combo that I always get from you. I always feel you talking in my head, but at the same time, I can feel you in your heart too. And that clarity is really, really develops. And I, I have to say, it's really one of the wonderful things about talking to you is that clarity. I, you know, talking to you, I also have I try to get that kind of meld inside of me so I have that free flowing with you but that's really interesting yeah. uh, so and, and I actually believe that that is that is my purpose in this incarnation is they told me very early on that my purpose is heart opening yeah. spiritual awakening and heart opening for individuals because I've been told that in my next lifetime that this is the prelude to right. what's come in the next lifetime yeah, that'll happen when you're six years old the next time. <laughs> yeah. My, my first experience with channeling was when I was a kid. I had this, I called it the boomer voice. 
And I had this really intense, and for me, it felt like a very loud, deep voice. And I would just start speaking. And I was a very young kid. And I, I started speaking with this boomer voice. And the boomer voice had ability to connect to things, new things, would a little bit of a rascal a little bit at times, because I was a kid, kid, would be curious about things. But what I, what I wanted to ask about you uh, is, what I do with, all, with my show is get a little a technique, something that, that, that the, the listeners, the viewers can take with them to try to maybe explore in, in their own way uh, how do how the channel state or a simple technique to get into the channel state. Because I think that afterwards, they're going to want to try this out. They want to see if they can bring in that energy field or find their own, you know, soul family, if you will. Well, um, I met a woman uh, at an event and we, we met for coffee and she was another healer. And it was a very interesting experience because she said to me, I'm here to give you this technique. This mm -hmm. is why I'm here. And we probably will not meet again until I need you. And I didn't understand any of that. But anyway, so here's the technique that she gave me. So she said, do you meditate? I said, yes. She said, so what you want to be doing is you want to be moving out of your physical body during the meditation into a higher state. So I had meditated, you know, connecting with my heart, my breath, all of that. She said, so are you familiar with the chakra system? I said, of course, you know, seven energy centers that run through the, the etheric body. And she said, so I want you to connect to the top of your head to the crown chakra. And as you meditate, I want you to go from your third eye up through your ch ch crown chakra and step out of that mm. and see what you see. Mm. So, you know, I got into my meditative space and I visualized myself in my third eye, stepping into my crown and then stepping out. And it's interesting, I had been given a similar exercise by another hypnotist many years before. So I was familiar with that. When I stepped out, I found myself in a meadow of flowers, like wildflowers. And I thought, wow, this is interesting. Like I felt like I was still on planet Earth. Hmm. So I practiced that and I would go up into this field of meadows, this field of beautiful flowers and it was very calming and relaxing and then over time one time I went up through my crown and I ended up in the stars hmm. and I knew I'd elevated at that point I'd moved from whatever dimension I had been in with the meadow of, fl of flowers and I'd moved out and into what I considered to be the galaxy and that was where I stayed for a long time when I would meditate in that way. And so that was the image that came to me in the hypnotic trance the first time I channeled. Because the hypnotist said to me, where are you now? And I said, oh, I'm in the galaxy. And it was a very familiar place for me to be. Sure. Um, and so that's what I would suggest to people is two things. Uh, one, connect with your heart. You can take your hands, physically put them on your heart space and breathe into that. And then breathe the energy up through the top spiritual chakras from the heart up to the crown. And then just notice where your mind goes. Don't try to find a place because your soul knows where it's going. And that place might be different. 
for everybody. You know, it sounds, it sounds to me, I mean, from what I gather, it sounds like a lower astral plane or they call it a template reality where the setups for this reality is like, it's like, it's like a reality. It's very similar to this one, but we're the higher selves or we're, we're our higher aspects of ourselves make the synchronicity and connections that then translate distill down into this reality as our experience. Right. And I could really relate to the meadow with the flowers because I love wildflowers. Huh. So that was a very comfortable place for me to be. And I used to, I like to take myself on long walks by myself. And so I would enjoy that kind of experience. So that felt very familiar. So for someone else, you may end up on a beach or, you know, in the woods. Like, I don't really know whatever is inherent within your soul's journey Mm. is what's going to be familiar for you and then you just continue to do it and elevate the experience as you practice and then eventually you'll find yourself in a place where you can then feel more of a connection to the divine not that we can't have the divine right yeah. here on earth of yeah. course so would you say that the one of the goals about being here is not getting so wrapped up into the ups and downs of this reality, but keeping that sense of home wherever we go, keep that sense of connection with our natural, like, as you said, the astral um, plane that you believe is part of your, your home, that, that we maintain that here so that we bring our home here, wherever we are energetically. Yes, I do think that because I, I did a channeling just recently where um, they talked about the fact that our body is just like a car. It's simply the vehicle for the heart and for the divine love of light and love that's within us. So yes, it doesn't really matter where you're going or what you're doing. You're taking yourself with you wherever you go. Hmm. So connecting to the divine within yourself means that you're whole and complete no matter what is going on around you. Right. And I think that in our society right now, a lot of people define themselves by what is going on around them, not realizing that everything that they truly need is actually inside of themselves. You know, and it's a little bit like it's in the trunk and they've put it in there and they've allowed themselves to be influenced by everything else that's going on. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's the nature of why we came to the planet to grow and, you know, learn about what it's like to be in 3D what it's like to be a human being on planet earth but that where we're heading to now going into four and five d is that we are really ready to come back to the self mm. to, um, to reconnect with that divine energy so that we really can have heaven on earth wherever we are you know I, i'm finding it very interesting when i'm watching tv that and and I'm always, you know, in that quiet state when I'm watching that I'm finding I'm reading people on TV, uh, the actors or the newscasters, and I'm actually feeling like what's going on in their life. I'm getting inferences about random strangers. And I've done that in my practice, of course, where people hire me to you know, sit in front of them and read them. But I'm finding I'm randomly getting about random people now. I'm like, oh, this is what's going on with them. And this is what's happening. And this is what they're feeling. And I'm getting all these inferences from people on TV. And I, I find that really strange. It's almost like I'm tuning into the actor or the, the person on the TV set. And I'm getting some of the aspects of their lives coming through. I was watching, um, you know, um, was it uh, The Voice? 
and I was watching Kelly Clarkson. I was noticing her feeling really uncomfortable in the last little while, really uncomfortable. And then with the COVID thing, and I find out that she's going through a divorce now, I was like, yeah, I felt that. Like I actually felt her uncomfortability, her, you know, feeling comfortable in, in her, in her skin kind of feeling. And when she was at home, she was really tight physically. I could see the tension that she held in her body. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's someone I don't know, but yet I've got all these feelings coming from her and she's a very hearted feeling person. So I can connect to that, but I'm just finding random people. I'm getting a lot of readings on just by body language, by how they sit in their hearts, not so much head people, but heart people. I really feel them and I'm really feeling what's going on in their lives. And I'm reading these people and I, I, I just find it really strange. And, you know, I, I talk to my partner, I'm like, Oh, look, I, I see this and this and this and this happening. And, and then she's like floored when it's like that actually comes out as what's going on with them. And um, you know, that was kind of neat. But I think that as a whole, I think we're getting very tuned and very centered and very quiet and we're being very aware. And when this COVID thing, the wonderful thing, and there's a lot of horrible things about it, the wonderful thing is it's making everyone stop. Stop working, stop just being centered and really figuring what's important, what's really important. And that centering, I think people are carrying with them. People are going for walks, people are going for bike rides, they're spending time in nature because they can't really do much else. It's forcing everyone to be in a meditative state if they, if they have the interest in that, you know? It's very interesting because I do think there's a diverse experience that people are having. And I, I love that you're feeling that heart energy from people. And of course, those of us who are light workers, we're much more tapped into that because we've expanded it within ourselves. And so, of course, we can we resonate with the mirroring and then we can read it because we have that psychic, you know, um, eighth dimensional or sixth dimensional level of awareness. Mm. Um, and I agree with you that, yeah, more people are out in nature, but there are still a lot of people who are stressed and worried and bored, to be honest. I've heard people telling me I'm so bored. Right. And I think it's because they've been so assimilated into this fast paced, do, 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 busy, busy, busy kind of lifestyle that now that they're being forced to really stop and and be with themselves and with their families it's it's a bit of a culture shock for people mm. they don't actually know how to sit in their heart and so if the more they can go out into nature i agree i think that that is really important because gaia is well able to provide them with that kind of sustenance um, and it doesn't have to be a lot you could just sit in a city park just right. listen to the birds that, that's enough which actually brings another point up because i've noticed the air is so clean you know i live near a highway and the air i've never had toronto being this clean the water's clean uh they said in um out in british columbia that the fish stock are coming back that there's this big that by just us putting everything on hold for four or five months the entire world is natural world's bouncing back in this really incredible way just because we just stopped destroying it for a short time yeah and it's it's really for individuals to notice to notice that that's happening you know as a tantra teacher it's what are you noticing what are the small nuances of life that you're noticing and so yes like i'm noticing i can really hear the birds singing in the morning and in the mm. evening if my window is open and i live close to the 401 and so the traffic is a lot less 
yeah. and I'm on the flight plan. So there's no planes going over anymore. The sky's right. blue. That's wonderful. You know, and, and, and I think that's, I, you know, do you truly like yourself when you're sitting by yourself and everything TVs, you've seen all the shows and there will be a point where there's no new shows. There's no new shows being made. There's shows go to a point and they just stop. Um, when there's nothing new to watch, when there's no new content, people are just going to have to go inside and say, do I like myself? Am I settled with myself? Right. I mean, right. I, I'm sure you've gotten busy too. I've had a lot of people who are just getting over a lot of childhood trauma because with this, yeah. this stillness, they're like, this blockage is now bothering me to a point where I have to do something about it. For sure. People really recognizing that there's something wrong. And now trauma is is a very common thing that people are talking about quite quite openly where you know 10 15 years ago when i started doing my own personal work it was not common discussion you know even going to a therapist 15 20 years ago i i thought at that time you know oh i don't need any of that but i've done a lot of work with myself with my clients and and this another thing is that every single person has a story yeah. Everybody has something yeah. that is a pain point. And that's because that's what we came here to learn. But we're shifting out of that energy. And we need to clear that stuff out of our physical body at a, at a physical level, cellular level, at an ancestral level. And I work with another healer. We do a lot of ancestral clearings through her oh. and I for Gaia, for the population so that it's easier for the mass population to do it. So for those of us who did it over the last 20 years, it was hard slog, but now these people are gonna find that it'll move faster through and there are more and more people able to help them because light workers are the way showers. They're the people who they've got the knowledge to be able to help us move into this new wonderful place that we're moving into. You know, I, I noticed it recently, um, clearing spaces has gotten a lot easier. I, I don't know if that's just my ability or the or energy has shifted so much, but when I'm going through a house that we'll call it haunted or uh, uncomfortable for people, there's uncomfortable energies. And there were times where I had to sort of chase an entity around a room with my drama and my sage and all that, uh, Palo Santo. Um, it, it, to the point now where I can actually just go into a room with my heart and just expand my heart to the room and then it's gone. I don't have to do so much ceremony. I don't have to do so much looking and looking around. I go into and I just get present and expand my heart to fill the size of the room. And there's a little shaking, shimmering going on and I can go into the next room. I don't actually have to do so much um, ritual. Mm -hmm. From what I understand, yeah. from what I've heard, is that a lot of the galactic energy that surrounds Earth has come in already and taken out the bulk of the really, really heavy energy. So a lot of things that were really keeping us in fear and really keeping us down. And so it's almost as if we're just house cleaning now. Mm. So there's more space for you to be, you and I to be able to come in and do that kind of work because mm. it's not so cluttered anymore. Mm. And so those, whatever energies are left are ones that are just, they just haven't, really receive the message yet that it's time for them to move on and a lot of the ones that were really harboring so much fear in the world they have actually been removed which i think as wacky as it sounds to the average person that's something that i think would bring a lot of hope to people 
on the planet if they believe in that kind of yeah. thing. That's a, those are interesting ideas. Yeah. Well, it's been wonderful chatting with you. Um, I'm, I'm always fascinated by channeling and energy work. Um, I definitely want to do this again. We have more questions for you in the future um, on probably various topics because you know you and I can go anywhere in a conversation. But yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on my show. And I definitely will put a link to your website down below. And um, for everyone to click on that, and if they would like to hire you and, and have a channeling session with you, they can contact you that way. Absolutely. But thank you so much, Gail Scott. Uh, I really appreciate your time and um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our show. For more information about me, brain healing, or other modalities, please feel free to go to orionmott.com.